Chapter Three of Marvels of Modern Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Marvels of Modern Science by Paul Severing. Chapter Three Radium. Experiments of Becquerel. Work of the Curies. Discovery of Radium. Enormous Energy. Various Uses. Early in 1896, just a few months after Rotengen had startled the scientific world by the announcement of the discovery of the X-rays, Professor Henri Becquerel of the Natural History Museum in Paris announced another discovery, which, if not as mysterious, was more puzzling and still continues a puzzle to a great degree to the present time studying the action of the salts of a rare and very heavy mineral called uranium becquerel observed that their substances give off an invisible radiation which like the rotengen rays traverse metals and other bodies opaque to light as well as glass and other transparent substances like most of the great discoveries it was the result of an accident becquerel had no idea of such radiations had never thought of their possibility. In the early days of the Rotengen rays, there were many facts which suggested that phosphorescence had something to do with the production of these rays. It then occurred to several French physicists that X-rays might be produced if phosphorescent substances were exposed to sunlight. Becquerel began to experiment with a view to testing this supposition. He placed uranium on a photographic plate, which had first been wrapped in black paper in order to screen it from the light. After this plate had remained in the bright sunlight for several hours, it was removed from the paper covering and developed. A slight trace of photographic action was found at those parts of the plate directly beneath the uranium, just as Becquerel had expected. From this it appeared evident that rays of some kind were being produced that were capable of passing through black paper. Since the X-rays were the only ones known to possess the power to penetrate opaque substances, it seemed as though the problem of producing X-rays by sunlight was solved. Then came the fortunate accident. After several plates had been prepared for exposure to sunlight, a severe storm arose, and the experiments had to be abandoned for the time being. At the end of several days, work was resumed but the plates had been lying so long in the darkroom that they were deemed almost valueless, and it was thought that there would be not much use in trying to use them. Becquerel was about to throw them away, but on second consideration, thinking that some action might have possibly taken place in the dark, he resolved to try them. He developed them, and the result was that he obtained better pictures than ever before. The exposure to sunlight which had been regarded as essential to the success of the former experiments, had really nothing at all to do with the matter. The essential thing was the presence of uranium, and the photographic effects were not due to X-rays, but to the rays or emanations which Becquerel had thus discovered, and which bear his name. There were many tedious and difficult steps to take before even our present knowledge, incomplete as it is, could be reached. However, Becquerel's fortunate accident of the plate developing 
was the beginning of the long series of experiments which led to the discovery of radium which already had revolutionized some of the most fundamental conceptions of physics and chemistry it is remarkable that we owe the discovery of this wonderful element to a woman madame sladovska curie the wife of a french professor and physicist madame curie began her work in eighteen ninety seven with a systematic study of several minerals containing uranium and thorium and soon discovered the remarkable fact that there was some agent present more strongly radioactive than the metal uranium itself she set herself the task of finding out this agent and in conjunction with her husband professor pierre curie made many tests and experiments finally in the ore of pitchblende they found not only one but three substances highly radioactive pitchblende or uraninite is an intensely black mineral of a specific gravity of nine point five and is found in commercial quantities in bohemia cornwall in england and some other localities it contains lead sulphide lime silica and other bodies to the radioactive substance which accompanied the bismuth extracted from pitchblende the curies gave the name polonium to that which accompanied barium taken from the same ore they called radium and to the substance which was found among the rare earths of the pitchblende debierna gave the name actinium none of these elements have been isolated that is to say separated in a pure state from the accompanying ore therefore pure radium is a misnomer though we often hear the term used footnote since the above was written madame curie has announced to the paris academy of sciences that she has succeeded in obtaining pure radium in conjunction with professor derbierna she treated a decigram of bromide of ramium by electrolytic process getting an amalgam from which was extracted the metallic radium by distillation and a footnote all that has been obtained is some of its simpler salts or compounds and until recently even these had not been prepared in pure form the commonest form of the element which in itself is very far from common is what is known to chemistry as chloride of radium which is a combination of chlorine and radium this is a grayish white powder somewhat like ordinary coarse table salt to get enough to weigh a single grain requires the treatment of one thousand two hundred pounds of pitchblende the second form of radiation is as a bromide in this form it costs five thousand dollars a grain and could a pound be obtained its value would be three and a half million dollars radium as we understand it in any of its compounds can communicate its property of radioactivity to other bodies any material when placed near radium becomes radioactive and retains such activity for a considerable time after being removed even the human body takes on this excited activity and this sometimes leads to annoyances as in delicate experiments the results may be nullified by the element acting upon the experimenter's person despite the enormous amount of energy given off by radium it seems not to change in itself there is no appreciable loss of weight nor apparently any microscopic or chemical change in the original body Professor Becquerel has stated that if a square centimeter of surface was covered by chemically pure radium, it would lose but one 
thousandth of a milligram in weight in a million years' time. Radium is a body which gives out energy continuously and spontaneously. This liberation of energy is manifested in the different effects of its radiation and emanation, and especially in the development of heat. Now, according to the most fundamental principles of modern science, the universe contains a certain definite provision of energy, which can appear under various forms, but which cannot be increased. According to Sir Oliver Lodge, every cubic millimeter of ether contains as much energy as would be developed by a million horsepower station working continuously for 40,000 years. This assertion is probably based on the fact that every corpuscle in the ether vibrates with the speed of light, or about 186,000 miles a second. It was formerly believed that the atom was the smallest subdivision in nature. Scientists held to the atomic theory for a long time, but at last it has been exploded, and instead of the atom being primary and indivisible, we find it a very complex affair a kind of miniature solar system, the center of a varied attraction of molecules, corpuscles, and electrons. Had we held to the atomic theory and denied smaller subdivisions of matter, there would be no accounting for the emissions of radium. For as science now believes, these emissions are merely the expulsion of millions of electrons. Radium gives off three distinct types of rays named after the first three letters of the Greek alphabet, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, besides a gas emanation, as does thorium, which is a powerfully radioactive substance. The alpha rays constitute 99% of all the rays and consist of positively electrified particles. Under the influence of magnetism, they can be deflected. They have little penetrative power and are readily absorbed in passing through a sheet of paper or through a few inches of air. The beta rays consist of negatively charged particles or corpuscles approximately one thousandth the size of those constituting the alpha rays. They resemble cathode rays produced by an electrical discharge inside of a highly exhausted vacuum tube, but work at a much higher velocity. They can be readily deflected by a magnet. They discharge electrified bodies affect photographic plates, stimulate strongly phosphorescent bodies, and are of a high penetrative power. The radiations are a million times more powerful than those of uranium. They have many curious properties. If a photographic plate is placed in the vicinity of radium, it is almost instantly affected, if no screen intercepts the rays. With a screen, the action is slower, but it still takes place even through thick folds. Therefore, radiographs can be taken, and in this way it is being utilized by surgery to view the anatomy, the internal organs, and locate bullets and other foreign substances in the system. A glass vessel containing radium spontaneously charges itself with electricity. If the glass has a weak spot, a scratch, say, an electric spark is produced at that point, and the vessel crumbles, just like a Leyden jar when overcharged. Radium liberates heat spontaneously and continuously. A solid salt of radium develops such an amount of heat that to every single gram there is an emission of 100 calories per hour. In other words, radium can melt its weight 
in ice in the time of one hour as a result of its emission of heat radium has always a temperature higher by several degrees than its surroundings when a solution of radium salt is placed in a closed vessel the radioactivity in part leaves the solution and distributes itself through the vessel the sides of which become radioactive and luminous radium acts upon the chemical constituents of glass porcelain and paper giving them a violet tinge changes white phosphorus into yellow oxygen into ozone and produces many other curious chemical changes we have said that it can serve the surgeon in physical examinations of the body after the manner of x-rays it has not however been much employed in this direction owing to its scarcity and prohibitive price it has given excellent results in the treatment of certain skin diseases and cancer etc however it can have very baneful effects on animal organisms it has produced paralysis and death in dogs cats rabbits rats guinea pigs and other animals and undoubtedly it might affect human beings in a similar way professor curie said that a single gram of chemically pure radium would be sufficient to destroy the life of every man woman and child in paris providing they were separately and properly exposed to its influence radium destroys the germinative power of seeds and retards the growth of certain forms of life such as larvae so that they do not pass into the chrysalis and insect stages of development but remain in the state of larvae at a certain distance it causes the hair of mice to fall out but on the contrary at the same distance it increases the hair or fur on rabbits it often produces severe burns on the hands and other portions of the body too long exposed to its activity it can penetrate through gases liquids and all ordinary solids even through many inches of the hardest steel on a comparatively short exposure it has been known to partially paralyze an electric charged bar heat nor cold do not affect its radioactivity in the least it gives off but little light its luminosity being largely due to the stimulation of the impurities in the radium by the powerful but invisible radium rays radium stimulates powerfully various mineral and chemical substances near which it is placed it is an infallible test of the genuineness of the diamond the genuine diamond phosphoresces strongly when brought into juxtaposition but the paste or imitation one glows not at all it is seen that the study of the properties of radium is of great interest this is true also of the other two elements found in the ores of uranium and thorium that is polonium and actinium polonium so-called in honor of the native land of madame curie is just as active as radium when first extracted from the pitchblende but its energy soon lessens and finally becomes inert hence there has been little experimenting or investigation the same may be said of actinium the process of obtaining radium from pitchblende is most tedious and laborious and requires much patience the residue of the pitchblende from which uranium has been extracted by fusion with sodium carbonate and solution in dilute sulfuric acid contains the radium along with other metals and is boiled with concentrated sodium carbonate solution 
and the solution of the residue in hydrochloric acid precipitated with sulfuric acid. The insoluble barium and radium sulfates, after being converted into chlorides or bromides, are separated by repeated fractional crystallization. One kilogram of impure radium bromide is obtained from a ton of pitchblende residue. After processes continued for about three months, during which time five tons of chemicals and fifty tons of rinsing water are used. As has been said, the element has never been isolated or separated in its metallic or pure state, and most of the compounds are impure. Radium banks have been established in London, Paris, and New York. Whenever radium is employed in surgery for an operation, about fifty milligrams are required at least, and the banks let out the amount for about $200 a day. If purchased, the price for this amount would be $4,000. End of chapter 3